0: Hello, beautiful people. Douglas J. Cohen's new musical, The Evolution of Man, makes its New York premiere September 23rd at The Cell. Starring Max Crum, the show follows Henry Mann, a 30-something single New Yorker eager to settle down. After receiving an invitation to his ex fiances wedding, he and his lesbian roommate embark on a quest to find Henry's soulmate. Doug's musical No Way to Treat a Lady was featured on this podcast last year, and since then he has been a great friend of the show. He has sent me an exclusive song from the musical performed by Heidi Blickenstaff to share with you and I've included it at the very end of the episode after the credits. The Evolution of Man features a book by Dan Elish based on his novel Nine Wives, music by Douglas J. Cohen, and lyrics by Messrs. Cohen and Elish. Don't forget to stay tuned after the credits for an exclusive song from The Evolution of Man, opening September 23rd in New York at The Cell. Before we get started, I need to thank some more Patreon patrons. Thank you, Patrick Deering. Patrick supports a number of theater podcasts, and I'm very happy he counts the original cast worthy for his patronage. Also, thank you, Jimmy Stubbs. Jimmy is a set designer here in D.C. who is soon taking his talents to the Yale School of Drama. Maybe you've heard of it. And thank you Emily Esten. Emily is a digital scholar, public humanitarian, museum enthusiast explorer, and a very generous fan. Thank you Patrick, Jimmy, and Emily. Want to get thanked on the air? Just go to patreon.com slash originalcastpod and greet your new overlord, The Original Cast. There are a few tiers of patronage, but they all come with access to our bonus monthly podcast, The Original Cast at the Movies. Our pilot episode on Moulin Rouge is available on this feed, so you can sample before you buy. September's movie features Logan caldwell Block and Robbie Roselle talking about the Five Thousand Fingers of Doctor T, which, if you haven't seen it, oh boy, is it weird! Again, Patreon.com/originalcastpod. All right, here's the show. So, ooh, ostrich. <laughs>
1: he has an Instagram account called The Ostrich Roommate, in which this is my roommate, and he torments me.
0: Oh. Nice.
1: Follow that, Right. Welcome to Married to Comedians. <laughs> my um,
0: wife could do the one that was called Married to a Playwright, so that works for well. Yeah,
1: you probably have thing, a lot see of See that comments. thing
0: sulking in the corner? That's my husband.
2: Um. Whenever my world falls
3: apart, I never lose hope or lose
2: heart.
3: Whatever the thought not with you to lean on darlings you with hello
0: and welcome to the original cast a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them I'm Patrick Flynn my guest today is an amateur baker podcaster of both Broadwayed and Broadway baby podcast drinker of cocktails and player of silly games it's Kimberly Cooper Schmidt everybody Hello.
2: hello. <laughs>
0: So we're in Kimberly's apartment. We
1: are. Not
0: in the studio. So you may hear things outside the window. Yeah. I live
1: by a hospital, so there might be oh, an ambulance true. or two. That's yeah. true.
0: We're just going to leave it in, man. This is real. You know? This is a this is a totally edited yeah. show. I can't even lie and say it's not. Um, <laughs> So I'm so glad to uh, have you on the show to talk about the joy you feel listening to this show, which features a little American <laughs> dancing, but more hysteria, especially since they tried to musicalize this, I don't know how many times, let's say eight, an octet of failed attempts, but we say it somehow, even though we have to endure Clara's tirade. So let's walk through statues and stories and hope this isn't a dividing day, because this fable seems like love to me. And as my wife's great-grandmother hopefully never had cause to exclaim, this is going to suck, I to me,
1: you to me. <laughs>
0: Are you to me? <laughs> Il mondo era vole e ho voglia di... What's the one that starts with P that means walk?
1: Passeggiata.
0: Passeggiata. Because we're here to talk about...
1: <laughs> light in the piazza. <laughs> the
2: light, the light in the piazza. Tiny, sweet, and then it grows, and then...
0: Please which don't. is still a song title. Like that's why I was able oh, to leave yes, that that's in. So yeah, good. I was able to let that go. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, don't tell Brian I liked that better. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wrote that There's a fire truck. I wrote that on the subway. Yeah. <laughs> Not on the way up here. I was like on several subway trips this week and I was just like looking at these song titles. And then going, well, it's because looking at the it Italian fits. ones. Oh, yeah, and that's like, true. I'm just going to dump these all. And the like, end, what do they really mean? There's yep. really nothing else. To do. <laughs> I was really hoping to get creative with it. And I just. <laughs> He's I, like, no, I what? just
1: let's make a sentence. Like, I'm,
0: de- I'm dedicating a lot of brain power to this. And we're just going to put it away because it's just. Yeah, just do what Brian does. You don't get order. what I just did. Shame on you. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, shame. Shame for shame for shame. Um, you don't
1: do that every show. He's <laughs> so exhausting. Yeah. The one free, the
0: Comfort Away one was great. I was really yes. impressed with that. I was really, really impressed with that. Because
1: um, those aren't normal titles. Right. And that's that was why really, it was so good. yeah,
0: that was really, when I was, he did also, um, he did uh, the other, uh, my mother's, oh, and they, Rick, yeah, he, Jewish Wiccan Wedding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He mixed them together, which is, a, yeah, that was, that's yep. hard. he I has have a much talent. Respect. Yes. <laughs> much, much respect to that ability. Um, so, but we're here to talk about Light in the Piazza. Nice. No. Yes. Uh, so, how did uh, Light in the Piazza come into your
1: life? So, I was trying to remember it today, because it has melded in my mind with two trips that I took to New York as a kid. Um, I grew up in New Jersey, so they weren't few and far between, so that's why I'm just like, I think it was the same weekend we came up and we stayed at the Marriott Marquis, and we Ah. saw Piazza one day and Wicked the next day. Does that make sense? You mean like... In in timelines? Yeah, Yeah, in the timeline of when they opened. 2003 and this is
0: 2005, he said, without confidence
1: and maybe it was like the second time i saw wicked I'm like, 2005 saw? yeah
0: mm-hmm. okay yeah this was 2005 wicked was 2003 so wicked would still have been new yes not the I mean, grand dom staple it is now exactly but like would, like, would it have
1: still been the original cast because that's what i'm trying to think
0: it's possible i never Or know maybe that it's when i thing. saw it
1: with joey mcintyre
0: because <laughs> i did in wicked
1: in wicked as fiero wow.
0: Um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think Indina Menzel did that show for a while. I think I'm so, too, because I came think back. I There's saw her twice, uh-huh.
1: but the second time I saw Jennifer Laura Thompson.
0: Yeah. I don't think that, um, uh, Kristen stayed, stayed long. Stayed as long as, yeah. yeah. As did.
1: Um, so we saw Wicked one day and then we saw Piazza the next day. Um, Those are very different, shows. very different shows, <laughs> but my mom and I were very excited. That's cool. Um, and I just remember it was the first time I had seen a musical on Broadway. It was the first time I'd been to the Vivian Beaumont. Mm -hmm. And so, and we sat all the way off to the side. And so I was just like, this is a new experience. And there are a lot of entrances happening like right on that aisle. So that obviously Uh, was very fun. Um, And then how the album came into my life is that we must have been there early in the run or like late, late previews because they were, um, advertising the cast album oh, cool. by putting a three track highlight CD in everyone's playbill. Oh, wow. So we That's sat cool. down and I just got um, Say It Somehow, The Beauty Is, and Dividing Day.
0: Do you have like an EP? I think.
1: Or maybe it was just Say It Somehow and Dividing Day. Huh. Maybe it might have been just two um
0: was it a regular size cd or one of those great small cds they used to sell no it
1: was a normal size oh, i know but it was just like in one sleeve just like plain yeah. yellow said light in the piazza in
0: everybody's program
1: yeah i That's think amazing. so it was either in everyone's where they were just like giving them out at the end sure because there was also a time where i was like on the street and i got a free in my life they must have been doing this a lot in that time because remember uh-huh. in my life with the lemons on it yeah um i got that just handed to me on the street once with just two songs. Hmm. Hey. And so there was a time in my life where I knew two songs from in my life. Really good. And two songs <laughs> two from Light and the Fiancé. But obviously, I like wore that out and I was like, Mom, we're pre ordering this album. Because yeah. I'm going to need to listen to and the whole thing. Um, and then it worked on me and I sang The Beauty Is at all my college auditions. This
2: is counting blessings. This is a
1: Which cool. don't do.
0: Yeah, that's a hard song. Yeah, yeah, it's really
1: hard. No one's gonna know how to play it, especially in oh, 2000. I didn't even think about that. Especially in 2007, sure. when no one knew it yet. Right. Like mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Oh, I've seen it," but like this sheet music came out yesterday.
0: This is this is wet. Why is this wet? <laughs> yeah, and, <hot? laughs> and I was just like,
1: "I'll sing this," and Green it and Linnetbird. Bird, and all these like poor college accompanists were like, "I'm gonna murder this girl. Don't let her in." So Mm -hmm. I went to college. Obviously, (laughs) Um,
0: despite of yourself, like so many of us, in spite of yourself. Exactly. I want to like start
1: a seminar that's just like, don't do that. (laughs) Well, auditions,
0: I mean, there's nothing good about a college audition. There's nothing good about an audition, period. (gasps) But like a college audition or the like the bottom of the barrel. They're the
1: bottom of the barrel. They like treat themselves so seriously but it's a bunch of kids who've probably never been on an audition like that before, just like running around. Well, with and their all of whom
0: have off. been drilled by different teachers.
1: Yeah. Who
0: have different theories about how mm-hmm. every audition should go. And they're all wrong because there is no one way. And so yeah. like, but they're all like set. And then they walk in and everybody gets flummoxed and nervous and
1: yeah and then it's different and then they're like try it like this or if they don't say anything and like
0: it's worse than an open call too because everybody's it's so much more stakes than yeah getting into a show it's getting four years college. of your life and a degree
1: like it's just yeah you know, and like when there's so many like just stakes and like where your degree comes from mm-hmm. which like as a 17 year old you're just like if I don't get into Michigan I'll never work which is sometimes <laughs> true <laughs> 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 Spoiler: I didn't get into Michigan. <laughs> I didn't even audition for Michigan. That's not even a real thing. <laughs> I didn't get into NYU. Where'd you go? I went to Manhattanville College, okay. which is in White Plains. it's yeah. just about. I'm pointing north, twenty minutes north. There you go. <laughs> um, of exactly where we are right now. Oh, well, nice. Figure it out.
0: Right. It. Depending on traffic.
1: Depending on traffic. Oh right. yeah, it can be an hour. It could, yeah. yeah. Easily. Yes. <laughs> to get out of the get off the <laughs> island,
0: it could be an hour. Yeah. For those of you who don't know the Vivian Beaumont, by the way, it is, the, is Lincoln Center's uh, theater. So it's a gorgeous yes. theater. Uh, and
1: at the time that Piazza was there, I believe it was under construction or just Lincoln Center itself was under a lot of construction. Oh, okay. So it wasn't until I went back for.
0: I have the list here.
1: I think South Pacific, I was say, maybe? That would be the or next what was thing right after that.
0: that? Well, Coast of Utopia was right after. Uh, it, but I didn't it see Warhorse. South Pacific, Warhorse, uh, King and I. There were some plays in between.
1: Okay, it might have been King and I. So it wasn't until I went back for either South Pacific or King and I that I had, like, gone through the real entrance and, like, seen it all and how they have that big grass moment now. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I just, like, had this memory of going to Lincoln Center. Like, you go through some scaffolding and then magic appears. (laughs) And then
0: suddenly there's there's all kinds (laughs) of
1: stuff. And then a hat flies in the wind. Was that... um, Hmm. That... that,
0: Yeah, that was was Kelly. So this is... That's funny. I just realized that, that this... Slight the Piazzas, which stars yeah. Matthew Morrison and Kelly O'Hara. Yes. And then South Pacific.
1: Matthew Morrison. Matthew Morrison. And, and Kelly, and Kelly O'Hara. O'Hara. Yeah. And then That's King and I, Kelly I mean, O'Hara. Right. No room for Matthew in that show. Not <laughs> at all. No.
0: No, really not.
1: <laughs> I know. Um, her son, <laughs> could you imagine, on his knees.
0: Actually, I, I would um, pay to see that show.
1: That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And all Bartlett Cher. Oh, yeah. Acting. Yeah. Oh, well, that
0: makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Huh. They grew
1: quite a partnership together. I would say. Yeah.
0: Yes. Many Tony Award nominations, but only one win. Right. Well, for Kelly O'Hara. Um,
1: Give so, Kelly her due.
0: <laughs> so many. This was her first. I didn't realize that. I thought this was in the middle of her run of like nominations, no. but this is the first. This is where it all began.
1: Exactly. So and she, yeah. because of the way the out of town went. Do you know that all of that story? Well, so let's start. Okay, yes, yeah. I do. Let's, but let's, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. But You're so need before to keep
0: we. You, no, that's fine. Um... <laughs> Before we, we do that, we should probably synopsize, summarize the plot of Light in the Piazza, if you can. Yeah,
1: if I can. 30 seconds okay. on the clock. Oh, goodness. No, okay. No, just whatever.
0: <laughs> a woman and her mother. I'm in a very game mood right now, as you might imagine. So. It's,
1: You've come to the right <laughs> home. Come, I'm
0: ready to ride. <laughs>
1: um, okay. I'm going to pl- pretend there's 30 seconds on the clock, at least. Mm-hmm. So, um, a woman and her daughter from Winston-Salem, North Carolina... Go on vacation to Florence, Italy, where her daughter meets and falls in love with a young Italian man named Fabrizio, who is a little bit younger than her. Um, And the mom, for some reason, is very against the marriage. We're not sure why at first. And then she takes Clara to Rome when Fabrizio sneaks into her hotel room one night. Mm -hmm. And then her mom catches them, freaks out, takes her from Florence and takes her to Rome. And then we. This get is
0: the 50s, we should say also. This right? is the 50s. Yeah, yes. this, this, just oh, for a little context. Be. This yeah. isn't
1: like an influencer trip to right. Florence. This
0: isn't, yeah, they're not texting. They're <laughs> yeah. Like um, telegram. Yeah, this is the 50s. So that was a yeah. big
1: deal. Um, in Rome, we get the title number The Light in the Piazza, which is how Fabrizio makes Clara feel. Mm. Um, and then the mom is convinced, and she's going through her own romantic dramas with her estranged, well, her husband who didn't come on the trip with them. So a right. whole thing. Um, they go back to Florence. They decide to get married. Clara has to, there's this whole thing in the church because Clara has to convert to Catholicism in right. order to marry an Italian man. Yes. Um, and in the fifties, you really yeah, had really to do had that. To convert. Yeah. yeah. yeah and you pre- have to Vatican II, or like sign papers. Right. Um, and then she freaks out in the church and like causes this whole stir. To which the mother has to finally tell everyone that when Clara was very little, she was kicked in the head by a horse at her birthday party and suffered a traumatic brain injury that has left her um, emotionally stunted, I think is mm-hmm. how they bi- like say yeah. it. Um, so although she's 27, she's probably emotionally Let's say eighteen, yeah. so that it's okay that she's getting yes, gonna married. Gonna say, like <laughs> so, although she's twenty seven and Fabrizio is like nineteen, emotionally they're about, they're about the, same. the same age. Yeah. Um, and then they get married, and, and it's adorable. Yeah,
0: There's, a, there's and a, there's side stories, and, and there's a couple parent. There's there's funny moments of parent freakouts that sort of run because Fabrizio's father freaks because they have to sign some kind of document. And, and that's, that's how he finds, finds out, out yes. how old she is. He how thought she was. Yes. He thought she was like in. He thought she was older than him, but only, like in her early twenties. And he finds out she's twenty-seven, and he freaks out. Because yes. he and that's that's because 20 old. Because that's the yeah. Well, again, <laughs> it was is the fifties, and it's Italy, so, <laughs> so twenty-seven. A lot of different layers. Oh,
1: so much different stuff. Yeah. And then he freaks out. So that's when they sort of have to. That's
0: the first like. There, that's the yes. fir- There's 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 a few. The, one of the fun things about the show is the way information is revealed mm-hmm. is done in these ways of somebody gets mad at something or has an emotional response to something and you don't understand why and then late and not like right away usually later no. you find out why, why that emotional reaction happened and it sort of fills in the gap yeah uh, in Too, which is a and really there's like so
1: much uh, lost in translation <laughs> both people just not communicating properly right. and just a language barrier
0: yeah yeah it's yeah it's a really good show and it won Hang on. Yeah,
1: tell me how many things.
0: Well, so, because when I was doing that thing at the beginning, I was trying to come up with something that the show had eight of.
1: <laughs> I, liked that. It, I liked what you got to. I did.
0: Yeah, I, and that's a wild guess. I'll talk about that in a second. But <laughs> it was like, it was like well, it, it was nominated for, I think, seven Tony Awards. It won. Come on. Where's that page? Here we go. It won Score. Uh, Victoria Clark won Best Actress in the <gasps> Right. Musical, oh, I Orchestrations, remember watching that. scenic design, costume design, and lighting design. And
1: yeah. this is the same year. So now my mind also works in Tony's yes, of like mine, placing mine does things. Well. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, Vicki Clark won. Oh, that's the year Norbert won for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yes.
0: He won for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Because
1: <laughs> I just, I have those two um, speeches in was. my head. <laughs> Not Scam did scoundrels no you're, you're
0: simultaneously going to kick yourself but also go like, did Piazza oh, win Piazza did not win did scoundrels win no
1: what else came out though here uh,
0: <laughs> well I, I'm, I'm going to see if they won it may have won best book as well this is because the Piazza did not win best book um, no okay so This is a cool year, Tony's-wise, by the way. This is all going somewhere. You should listen to, if you don't listen to that podcast, the Broadway backstory on the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, which (gasps) explains a lot of these things. Best musical that year was Spamalot. Um, And best book went to Putnam County. And the thing that's cool about... Very cool. They were the
1: same year. They were the
0: same year. The thing that's super cool about Putnam County and... um, oh,
1: there's an emergency. And... uh, It's
0: gonna happen. And... (laughs) um, about Putnam County and uh, Light in the Piazza, which I'm sure yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. is Cecilia Keenan-Bolger.
1: Oh, I, that's why I'm going to kick myself for not thinking yes. so, that it was the same year.
0: Yeah, so Cecilia uh, Keenan-Bolger, best friends with Kelly O'Hara, also mm-hmm. originally cast in her uh, the role her of Clara role. in Light in the Piazza and during previews. Kelly, it was, a, out, of ta- it was sorry, out, of out of town. town.
1: Yeah, uh, me. Was it both out of town I believe places? it was. And then Kelly was the sister-in-law right whose name eludes me
0: right um, the italian woman yes the italian woman. To clara for very little reason and then nice to clara who's just jealous yeah. and
1: then nice It's sort of, yes, yeah anyway. which you know we women need, well you need conflict exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a romance you need conflict for no reason it's, it's it's why it's there yeah
1: yeah um archetypes and then i believe the broadway backstory goes into this a little bit about how that switch happened but i believe it's that like celia was younger Yes, and so was playing it younger because she was, whereas Kelly I think was the appropriate age, and so it let that conflict be a little bit more visible from mm-hmm. the top.
0: Well, also Kelly has a stronger voice, Not yes. Not that Celia doesn't have a strong voice, nope. but Kelly O'Hara is Kelly O'Hara, and it, it, yeah, I think I think the Broadway backstory kind of goes into that a little bit too, where it was like.
1: Oh, where Celia was getting voice lessons and, yeah, like, and going did, into and re-audition. Was, and she, I think
0: she was... I don't know if she was losing her voice, but it was hurting her voice. Like, she was clearly not...
1: As w- someone who's sang one song at 16 bars of the beauty is right. seven times for college audition.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you, it's tough. Let me tell you. Yeah.
1: You don't want to sing that entire score eight times <laughs> a week.
0: So... What's Although
1: it sits in a way where you can place it and it is a very healthy score to sing which yeah, is well, not Gettle's the case not a, for a lot of No,
0: he Gettle's not a, a Oh, if
1: you get a chance to sing stuff from by Adam Gettle. Yeah, just he's sang he, it.
0: He's, but he's a he's a composer who's conscious of performers. He's not just writing Yes. There's some composers who just He comes from write a long music. line. Yes, he does. We're jumping. Yeah. So let me oh, finish sorry. this. No, no, it's fine. This is what it is. But it's because the, there's a lot in this sh- This is this is a show that I think I mean, I, I enjoy it, but yeah. the stories around it are f- so much more fascinating to me than the show itself. Oh, Ultimately, totally. Ultimately, it's yeah. just like, because so Cedric Kinabal just fired from Light in the Piazza, replaced by Kelly O'Hara, and then immediately hired, pretty much, for the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Yeah. And then the two of them are both up for Tony Awards, for
2: the
1: same, same Tony year. Award.
0: And then, because the story does have a happy ending, they both lost. <laughs> exactly.
1: They can stay <laughs> so friends. So they can
0: stay friends. Uh, they both lost to Sarah Ramirez for Spamalot. Uh, she future of uh, oh Gray's she sure Nattie. did yeah. yes um, so and they had to change the lyrics of that because there's a song in Spamalot where that character says she's never going to win a Tony Award and they had to change the lyrics <laughs> just okay, for when Tony she was Award? doing it that, yeah that she did win it. yeah so oh that's so funny
1: also up that year Joanna
0: Gleason for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels
1: I loved Scoundrels that's a tight uh, that's a tight little group I wonder if root. that was no Scoundrels I saw because we had tickets to Little Women and Little Women closed early yes it did and so then we saw scoundrels instead, which was delightful.:''
0: There's your David Yazbek,
1: he, mm-hmm. he of
0: the recent Tony winner. Um, it's a good I mean, it's a good year. It's a solid yeah, a diverse year of stuff. Um, but so Adam Gettle, we mentioned, composer lyricist <laughs> yes. of the show. you will not know this from his name, but he is the son of Mary Rogers, she the daughter of Richard Rogers. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've heard of him. And the story goes that Richard Rogers tried to adapt this short story.
1: In the sixties, or In so, some yeah, point, yeah, they sort before of played Before the movie, with it. or
0: I don't remember if it was before the movie. I think it was before the movie, and they, one of the reasons they stopped was they were making the movie. Made, and yeah. They yeah. So they just decided, okay, well, I, I don't know. They sort of. Have
1: you seen the movie?
0: Well, wait, no, I, I, I've read about the movie. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Um, but so it's a real fun little piece. And they there were other attempts like going down the years after Richard Rogers died. Somebody else picked it up and oh, people tried to. Yeah. Do, it wasn't eight times, but people tried to turn this into a musical because it's a very logical musical story. But yeah, but it's could just got it.
1: that like just a little. Not, fraught's not the right word, but like there's just a little delicacy in which you have to tell this story. Mm-hmm. Um that I think some people just either were uncomfortable doing or didn't know how to still make it this like beautiful love story. And, well,
0: and that's why I think the unsung hero of this show, because the score is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous music. And I listen...
1: I used to just like listen to the overture on repeat, like while I was doing homework. Well, the overture longer. It's very long. Like, yeah. the
0: longer than the the production overture I had heard that they for the recording. They wrote, you know, they arranged a long overture, and then during previous oh, work, they trimmed cut it, it down. down. But for the recording, that they, makes sense. They, they also, it back out um,
1: like the stuff is choreographed during the overture, and stuff is happening. Right. Um, her hat flies off her head, and he catches it. Like, there's storytelling and some world building happening there
0: feel about overtures
1: i love overtures you love overtures if they're warranted Does when are they sense? yeah but when like, are they warranted if it's a big show like if it's a big musical that has like golden age i love an overture because that's what you're getting into like mm-hmm. if it's setting up that, like this is a book musical it's going to be very traditional we have an overture here we are like great mm-hmm. um i I also like them when they start when the lights aren't quite down and it's not like a please sit and listen to this classical music concert. Mm-hmm. So I like when it's just like here let's everyone get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also love when they're utilized just like when there's some storytelling involved. Mm-hmm. I love the pantomime and carousel okay, because stuff is happening mm-hmm. while the, you're like while you're getting used to the musical world of the show you're getting used to the visual world of the show and then by the time the characters step out to sing or speak, you're sort of
0: you're already kind already involved. Okay. Yeah, i am of am I'm a four or five minds about overtures, okay. um, overtures, intermissions, and on tracks. I it sounds like a book. Um, <laughs> it does. Copyright a
1: life in three parts.
0: Trade trademark. <laughs> um, I don't know how I feel about any of them. it, okay. it changes show to show. Uh, all right, totally. Intermissions are. I mean, college me would be opposed to all three. Um, because I don't want to break. I don't want to break the the realism or the the flow. You know what I mean? Like intermissions to me, in the, the, about especially golden age musicals. Mm-hmm. The weird thing about golden age musicals is that act one it's you know it's a three it's a two and a half hour show. Act one is an hour and forty five minutes, and act two is forty five minutes. Yeah, and that doesn't that never sat right with me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm like, why? Because why are we? I kept thinking, why are we breaking? Here, like what's the point like how do you choose where you stop and it's the thing of like f- the big show that you can get hoity about is follies whether it has an intermission or whether it doesn't hmm. it originally was staged without it but it's like three hours long and one of the reasons it's speculated that it didn't do as well as it should have because there's no because there's no intermission and that's totally fair like it's really hard yeah. when that's a standard of the theater if you're not going to have an intermission you better have a especially
1: reason. in the 70s when it was not yet the yes. world of the ninety-minute yes. no intermission ni-
0: yeah, musical, and, or or play, or whatever yeah. it is. Um, it's anything that sort of like brings us back to reality for a minute. I, I kind of get. I, I just I don't. I chuff at it. I yeah. would say a little bit. What do
1: you do during intermission?
0: Well, it depend. Like you say, I like. I do like intermissions that aren't. It's more with on tracks or just like, okay, everybody sit down. You know, like I remember yeah, when I totally. saw Guys and Dolls and like the intermission, the inter- they flashed the lights and then the on track started and like people rushed back to their seats. And I get yeah. it. Like that's, but you know, it should be part of the show. I really do. I like it much better when it is staged. Now I've, that having been said, I yeah. have seen some staged inter- uh, overtures. Yeah. I saw a production of Superstar once where they staged the overture as starting with the Garden of Eden and trying to go all the way up to where we were. Like where we meet Jesus in the oh. last week of his life, and, and depending
1: and on your theology, that could be thousands or millions of years. So, is that a Catholic school? Okay, um,
0: so, so they kind of glossed over the Old Testament part, uh, <laughs> of course, kind of like Garden of Eden, Noah, <laughs> and Just then we're like cut. moving on. I guess <laughs> like you know Ruth didn't feature. No, no, um, go into Abraham. That's yeah, all. Okay, a lot of, it's a very confusing. You know. um,
1: I they did. just did Joseph first. Well, that, I kept did. thinking, like,
0: I kept thinking, like, why did you start there? Like, why didn't you start with, like, you want to start with? For those of you who went to religious education, mm-hmm. like the wedding at Cana. Like, if you're going to stage a thing, do yeah. you can do Jesus's life leading up to that moment? Like, that makes sense. That's true. Yeah. Why not
1: have a Christmas pageant before you start? There you go. I <laughs> like that. That would
0: have been fun. Um, <laughs> and it was very like it was dancey, and there were like. It just was. If it hadn't been a Catholic school, no one would have any idea what was going on. It was the thing of like every, but the audience knew exactly knew what, what was, was happening. happening. Yeah. Yes, and that was kind of hokey, you know. I don't feel. Yeah. But like Tommy has a great staged overture um, mm-hmm. that gives you, like you say, an appropriate tells you what's of backstory. Yes. Um It's also. A, I really think it just lives and dies on quality. If it's a good overture, exactly. Like On the Town is a phenomenal mm-hmm. overture.
1: Or at the Vivian Beaumont, South Pacific. Yeah. Um, they opened the pit basically, so you could watch the overture happen, yeah, see, and then cool. they
0: closed the closed, pit closed it the back, show.
1: and like that is one of my favorite moments seeing a show. Yeah, and like it was just the overture, but right. I was sitting there just like, oh, it can be magical.
0: And there's and you know it's much the much denigrated Phantom the Opera has a phenomenal now the thing about, <laughs> Angeloid Lloyd Webber overtures of course is that they're not overtures, um, because <laughs> they're just one song from the show, mm-hmm. without the lyrics. Um,
1: yeah, because Phantom's just. Phantom is Phantom.
0: the Phantom of the Opera song, and Superstar is the Trial Before Pilot. Now they're great pieces of music, really but they're not overtures. It's that has bothered me for years. <laughs>
1: like, I don't. I mean, I've I guess, never really thought. Like, like every once in a while, there's a twinkle of something. Well, and else. somebody,
0: I said that to somebody once. This doesn't think
1: it, of me pop in for a second. It there's a little, not enough. No, because then. It's I don't not, remember. It's I, I, not gypsy, like going oh through my God, it. Gypsy is so good. That's yeah. such a
0: great overture. But I said that <laughs> to somebody once. I'm like, Superstar's overture is not an overture, it's just trial before pilot. And they went, No, no, no. No, at the end, they play Superstar. I said, Yeah, which is the <laughs> song after Trial Before Pilot. They just go right into that next song. And it's, it's oh just, my goodness. Did. You know, so hey, whatever. But so I get I get to be of Yeah. But this is a very nice overture, I will I will say. But I get, yeah, I don't know how I I never know how I feel about it. And I've sort of reconciled that, like it, it depends entirely on the show, uh, yeah. how they oh, handle completely. it. And placing an intermission is really, really hard, I think.
1: When is the intermission in Piazza? Oh, man, I brought it up, didn't I? Oh, um, it's, um, it's after Say It Somehow, and it is when they sing this beautiful duet to each other, and they're kissing on the bed, and then... Vicki Clark comes in. And I say Vicky like we're best friends.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Am After I right?
1: He, she yeah. opens the door, sees them, shuts the door, intermission.
0: And that makes sense because then they flee. So we skip. The, they go to it, They go to exactly. wrong. Exactly. So, so it's a time jump. S- it's a time jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a very logical intermission to me. Intermissions usually like act breaks seem to just come when they're like, all right, we really should throw an act break in here. Yeah.
1: The act break in My Fair Lady, I just saw it, so I might reference it a bunch. Okay. Um, literally just the reveal of her dress for the ball. She comes out in the dress and they all go, beautiful, and then act break. That's the end of Act 1? That doesn't make any sense. So my favorite part of thinking of this is I watched her come out in this beautiful dress all dolled up and I was like, that's what she has to sit in for 15 minutes at intermission? They couldn't let her stay in one of her comfy outfits?
0: That's how I always feel in <laughs> Sunday in the Park with George. Because I always forget, even though it's my favorite musical of that all time. That they have a quick
1: change at the top of Act 2? That they
0: do. It's hot up here. Yeah, I always forget that, and then they they open the you know they open the curtain and it's the painting and you go, oh crap, I forgot like they had to stay in those costumes and then they have to do and
1: then they a literally you know what sit for fifteen minutes right. and then we're gonna do a quick change just Doing for fun stuff.
0: except for George who does get to get undressed so we should say at this point. In case you don't know, because I did bring it up at the beginning, so but mm-hmm. you co-host the Bro- the Broadwasted podcast. I do a very successful Broadway oh, podcast Oh, thank you. Um, we like and, it. Well, I do too. <laughs> and uh, so you guys ha- and you guys have guests of I mean, Broadway, cur- usually currently in shows, or yes, usually or someone coming, who has something coming, up. something to
1: promote, yeah. will come on, or just like a friend right. <laughs> who were just like want to hang out for an hour but it's people and you've
0: heard of folks it's you know it's yeah. like you just had what we just said you just had alice ripley on and you've had uh, michael service mm-hmm. that's a great episode um, oh um, that's one
1: of my favorite ones yeah. he, he came back a, and hung out with us after he's
0: a phenomenal guy he
1: like he left was, and yeah. we were at a bar and like two hours later or like in 45 minutes later we had like finishing dinner and he's like i thought i'd just come back for another round <laughs> and we were, that's like, so great died.
0: um and you guys drink and hang out and talk about we you sure do. Are. You, sure as do, as you can see my bar over yeah, there. It is phenomenal, and um, and so on that show though you've had a lot of a lot of Broadway people, and so you say yes. That and
1: so when Katie Rose Clark was in, um, I almost said Lamez when Katie Rose Clark was in Miss Saigon most recently. Oh
0: well, that's an easy show to mix up. yes yeah. I'm not.
1: Um, she came on our show because we had some mutual friends and guest friends, um, and everyone was talking about Miss Saigon, and I was like. I'm sorry, we're going to need to talk about Lighting the Piazza for the majority of this show. (laughs) Because for those of you that don't know, Katie was sort of plucked out of college to replace Kelly O'Hara. Yeah. And so if you ever watch the PBS great performances of Piazza, which I have yet to find. um, Yeah,
0: it's a little harder to track down. I don't
1: know where it is. They should play it every day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, on a loop on, like every day at 8 channel 13.8 <laughs> yes <laughs> the Piazza the channel the
0: Piazza
1: um, it's her and Aaron Lazar in, as Clara and Fabrizio wow um, and I went back I saw it with Aaron Lazar but I don't think I saw it live with her uh, but she is in the PBS one and was just fantastic and so we talked about that and she was like yep yeah, that show changed That's my life yep a... Could you imagine? No, just coming right out of college and getting like the one show that a legit soprano could be in at that point. Well, and it's like, like I mean, a, a yes, a that was my thing because I like I went into college singing that right. that song, and then as I was in college, I was like, I can't belt, I oh no, I can't, what <laughs> like listening to like Joe is like rocking out and just being like, I can't be in that show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a valid point. Shows are not written for real sopranos yeah. anymore um which is why Kelly O'Hara does almost exclusively revivals because
1: because that's that's
0: what's available yeah um she and Laura Benanti like that's that is unfortunately
1: just where they have to where live they have to work yeah
0: um and Not that
1: the wedding singer wasn't the peak of her career <laughs> I
0: had very high hopes for that
1: I <laughs> loved that show I was 17
0: um I was 27 <laughs> okay. uh, the it's so yeah, so that's, but it's also, like I was saying, like it's it's always very hard to replace, to be the first person to replace the person oh, who, yeah. who uh, created, created a it. role.
1: And it was a star maker I was gonna say, for a Tony, Kelly. A, yeah. And then
0: a Tony-nominated performance on top of that, and it made the, the performer a star. So yeah. you're stepping into, there are mm-hmm. definitely people who bought these tickets to see that other person who's not, you're not the understudy. She is no longer in the show. Yep. That's a whole other experience to be like, oh, I missed. And to Kelly be
1: a hundred percent unknown.
0: Yeah, she it's, went to school
1: in Texas. It's not like she was like, it's not like she went to Pace and was doing right. stuff and was uptown off uptown doing something no. else. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. And they, they saw her at Joe's Pub or something. Like it was, yeah, um,
1: yeah. It was something crazy even, like they saw her in her senior showcase. I don't yeah. even remember how it happened. Like, yeah, it's I think if you never... listen to our episode where we drank five bottles of rosé, she explains wow. it. Not five, three, but that's not. <laughs> is that not much better i mean well
0: there were, there were four there of were us. four of you okay yeah
1: so you all well, oh, you,
0: really you each didn't that. quite drink a bottle of a, a bottle of rosé no um, almost you went from five to three <laughs> it's just i don't know why i thought i thought you were gonna go to two i guess um, no. <laughs> two and three that's a logical jump we have, five. Fun have fun on broadway you do have fun uh but I,
1: i'm pretty sure she explains it on that episode but again three bottles of rosé right
0: <laughs> It's, yeah, I can't I just can't imagine I cannot imagine what no. that was like and it's it, and, and I, I recall reading about it, it's the story that the thing that never happens that everybody wants to happen it's like mm-hmm. they came and saw me do this thing and and
1: then now I'm on Broadway that was
0: it and yeah. that never happens except when it does and and it gives hope to all the people who want it to happen <laughs> that exactly. it never happens for which is I had breakfast this morning Um, I'm in Chelsea and okay. uh, I just want I uh, got bagel off the cart and I was looking for a place to sit down and end up at the Fashion Institute of Technology oh yeah right yeah <laughs> And it was like, I don't know if it's the beginning of orientation or what, but it's, oh, it's all probably like the, the first week of class. Compiling into this. And it was just I was just oh looking at all these people. Trying to
1: look their best because they're at F I T. You know, they
0: weren't. They were all dressed. Oh. I did note that. I think I put that on Twitter. They were all dressed. Like nobody's wearing pajamas to class at F I T. No, 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 no. But um they were not dressed up. They all definitely had outfits, but it was like jeans and tops. It's and a casual They definitely all had, these were assembled outfits, but it wasn't what I was expecting, which is like, oh God, oh God, uh, you know, like Project Runway contestants, like.
1: Oh yeah, you'll see that sometimes. Yeah. Because I used to work down there and I would just like see people like with hangers and like coat racks and. Oh Yeah. Yeah. Just but is like
0: that yes? That but of the fresh-faced like parts. I was really just like it was nice. I I mean not to be cynical about it. I also found out at that moment that my play got into the final, so I was super happy. So they <laughs> were like they were like I was so, feeding on their joy yes. a little bit. I was like yes, yes, <laughs> let us all be joyous and celebrate the arts.
1: Creativity. Yes, it's
0: all your whole future's in front of you. <laughs> Sorry, you know like not yeah. Gonna, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I just can't. I can't. I just can't even. It's it's such a such a stunning and bizarre thing to imagine somebody having to experience and then yeah. and then having a career. I mean, that's the other part that's not guaranteed and is that the, it goes well enough. That's
1: also what's crazy is then like you're plucked from college with no resume, put in the lead of a Broadway show and then when that show's done, it's just like, okay, have fun. Right. Did she do, you do the EPS? rest of the run? I think she closed it, yeah. Because
0: it ran, I mean, it did run. Like there's the 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 the, the knock on light of the piano, the misconception it's not mm-hmm. a knock, is that it didn't run. Like there's a lot of people who thought it was... I don't know if it made money or not, but it probably didn't. But it ran okay. for about 500 performances, I think, 504, he wants to say.
1: So it's that a little right. over a year, like a year and a half? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: opened April 2005, ran to June 2006. Yeah, so a year and two months. And it's... Yeah, I'm sure it didn't make its, its investment tour? back. It did a li- It played DC, definitely, okay. at Kennedy Center. I don't know if it did a full-tilt tour or if it just did like... DC, Chicago, you know, like that DC, Chicago, LA, the big city circuit. Um, That's a good question. I've actually started updating that information on the IBDB, which I am eternally grateful for. Oh, yeah. They've added the tour casts. It's taken, what year is it? 2017? It's taken about 15 years, but I, God. but IBDB is finally like a super useful website.
1: <laughs> oh, I remember using it in college I it and I was just like Starting. Update this. And it was
0: just and it was slow. It was like the <laughs> slowest website in history. <laughs> it was very
1: not user friendly. Not at
0: all. And they only had original casts and they had like, you know, dates and things, but it was never filled out. It's really started to become like an excellent resource yeah. for for what was well. on Broadway. And there's an off Broadway one as well. Um, oh, is there now? Yeah. Okay. I wish um, they would
1: just compile them. I kinda do. Because then too. sometimes I have to go to like Broadway world credits. Well, and the, to prob- get but the problem with off-Broadway is then like
0: then how do you define that? You know what I mean? Like that's it's a true. it's it's such a messy yeah, amorphous there's so like many houses that not only are off-Broadway houses but like if a show, if a house hosted an off-Broadway show once, are they an off-Broadway house or are they just like that I think one it would time? depend.
1: Yeah. There's some staples, you uh, like- you would just have to do it show to show based on because now there is an Off-Broadway League contract yes. with oh, the unions. Oh, that's true. So I think true. that's how you would... That's how you'd have to get into it. Yeah. Define it. Yeah. It's just like if they... I don't know, if they don't have contracts with all the unions. I don't know. The Off-Broadway yeah. League is... Well, a whole off thing. Bro-
0: but Off-Broadway is a, a whole weird... It's a whole thing because it's thing.
1: literally... If you look up the definition, it's just like a theater with less than 500 seats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
0: you have to have oh. 500 seats to be a Broadway house. That's the only rule. Mm-hmm. And that's a Tony role, I believe. I think... I think the Tonys codified what a Broadway I'm show sure, was. I'm yeah. sure, yeah. And like then I the, think
1: they kind of gave it, like, geographic parameters.
0: Yes, but you can but have a Broadway show. it's more yeah. that
1: just, like, there just aren't theaters that are that, that, are big, that big other that places. Are they just yeah, didn't yeah. build them anywhere else. Right. But they did that, I think, Unless partially do, like, to
0: keep, like, stadium shows from being... Because there was a concern, oh. I remember at one point, that, like, something was going to play... It wasn't MSG, but it was something like that. Oh, and Madison
1: Square Garden does have that huge theater, but right. yeah, they but it doesn't. It count.
0: doesn't count. Yeah, and I don't think because they,
1: they sell popcorn and they don't care if you have iPads out there really they too. In
0: fact, they encourage it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, whole different thing. And you have to stand up mostly during the entire the entire show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the so you, when you saw this,
2: yes,
1: um, and I
0: you so you'd been to. Shows before, obviously. If you were living in New Jersey and yes. 17 and a theater kid, <laughs> yeah. you had been and, to shows before. Yeah.
1: And my mom, I think she wasn't a theater person before me, but she liked theater. And then as soon as I started getting into it, she was like, Oh, we can go see shows. Mm-hmm. And then like got really into doing like mother daughter days where we'd go see two in a day and then just oh, wow. go home. Nice. Or like staying over. But Piazza I saw off my whole family, which was me and my mother. Sitting and like sobbing and having the time of our lives and my dad and my sister fast asleep. <laughs> 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 to which I'm always wow. Yeah. Just they were they both fell asleep. My dad granted had, had like, score, like I had a see. martini or two with sure. dinner. So like that's fine. I it is a I've a, had a like, glass or two of afternoon wine that has made me a little sleepy. Yeah. But like And the drama. But my sister was eighteen and she was just yeah, like there's just... no <laughs>
0: Wow <laughs> I fell asleep. That's funny. I think we'd have like a long in the day of sightseeing if, you, if we try if you tried, but that's just my. No,
1: I I still try and think if it's
0: good. I should say I have, I have not d- fallen asleep, but I've noticed I've I'm dozed. drifting down. Yes. Yeah, during a, many a.
1: I'm trying to think of something to say, but like a show that I can remember falling asleep during, but I can't. We don't have because. To, yeah.
0: We also don't have to throw that shade. Oh, I also know. don't
1: want to. Just, part of me we don't like, have to burn that. If page. I really don't like it, then I'm awake. Just like, what's oh, yes. happening yes, up yes, there? Yes, yes, yes. Like, what is
0: please this? Show me more. We'll talk about those off mic too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but no, I could, I don't understand how you fall asleep. First of all, we were off to the side in the Beaumont. So we were house, right. Mm-hmm. All the way off to the side. So like, Actors were making their entrances, like right next to us. Like I could have reached out and touched Matthew Morrison before he was famous.
0: <laughs> pre Matthew
1: Morrison. Um, yes, pre-Glee. Mm-hmm. Um, and like maybe ten rows back. So like it's not like yeah, it's a quiet, soothing score, but like there's a twenty-piece orchestra. Like it's not right quiet. I
0: know this, the, I don't. I've never been to the Beaumont. But what oh, are, are the it's seats? So beautiful. Comfortable, <laughs> like with what? Because like, you yeah. There's some like Richard rogers You could you could you could stretch out enough to doze. Oh off yeah.
1: With. Or like the marquee. You can just right. like but, like the music out.
0: box. Your knees are in your chest if you're if you're in certain sections. And so like oh yeah. You, um, I could never fall asleep in that the Beaumont
1: theater. is newer in that there is more legroom than you'd expect.
0: Okay, so you could. Sp-
1: so yeah, in theory,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you could get comfortable. <laughs>
0: That's the other, I mean like but
1: I don't know how <laughs> I'll see my dad's like six foot like I just oh well then to
0: no I'm sorry I well two martinis, two martinis
1: um two Martinis least.
0: with dinner yeah right um, a steak that'll that'll all this will all add to
1: <laughs> and I think we had like been shopping all day or like at a museum for my sister because my sister's an art historian so like oh, okay um uh, so been I'm sure we had done, we had been a day I got you um okay.
0: even, so. even so even so I don't
1: know <laughs> They didn't fall asleep at Wicked. I
0: like how we're making all these excuses for your dad and then dismissing them immediately. (laughs) It's like, yeah, never mind. This is invalid.
1: Yeah, and then now he talks about all the shows he's seen, and I'm like, but you fell asleep asleep at the Piazza. Uh, (laughs) I was like, yeah, that one was boring. Or my husband always talks about (laughs) when, I forget what he um, was supposed to see, but when he was in college, he came... Down to the city because he went to Ithaca mm. and he came down to the city with Brian, who also hosts oh, sure. Broadway mm-hmm. They're best friends, um, and they came to see something and they didn't get tickets and they got like rush seats for Piazza and they were like, "Well, I guess we'll see this." I might even spam a lot or something like these two. Like, I mean, as bro-y as musical theater majors can be sure. when they're eighteen, but they'd
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> be pretty bro at eighteen. I mean, you would be pretty bro yeah. Again,
1: yeah, if you've seen Brian, he <laughs> can be a little <laughs> um. And they, like, went to CPS and they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, we'll see this. And then they're just like, and then we cried on each other for two hours.
0: <laughs> well, so let's, let's, let's dig into the story a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, am, I am very much of, it's not, it, it, I, the central conceit of the show, well, first of all, it, at its heart, it is simply a love at first sight, sweet, romantic yeah. story. Nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, because you said during your synopsis, like the mother objects to the marriage for some reason. And my instinct was to say, well, they've known each other forty eight hours. That's like one reason. They don't speak <laughs> the same language. That's a second reason. Yeah. Um, but whatever. It's but a it romance. Is,
1: it's like played in this weird, like overprotective, and you're not sure why. Like yes, it's more than she that. Is,
0: yeah. It's a heightened objection. Yes. Yes. And but she yes, it is when the old she doesn't say why. I mean, this it is it's very important. Yes. You find out later because you you sort of put your like I put my objections on her. And then they're incorrect. She has yeah, a whole other a pony level. pony kicked her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. That, oh, I
1: make my well, a lot.
0: When Clara was 12, we rented a Shetland
2: pony for her birthday party. And she and her friends were leading the pony around. And I turned to get the phone. And the pony kicked her. He- well, but
0: also, I mean, I don't mean, yeah, we talk about the scoring of it or the writing of it. That plot conceit bothers me. <laughs> because... About
1: the pony kicker? Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't
0: know. And not that everything has to be everything. Sure. But I it maybe it's because of my experience with, because my son has autism. Okay. My experience with neuroatypical kids. Sure. And how I take that very seriously, that... I don't know if that's what would happen if a pony... If it's possible for that to happen if, when a pony kicks you in the head. and it
1: Like if that brain injury? It feels like that a would, very
0: 50s plot device. Oh, they kicked her in the head and now she's a child forever. Like, is that... Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's a weird...
1: And that, like, they're not saying she's still 12.
0: Right. Like... She's just, she just has She's yeah. just
1: a little bit stunted.
0: Yeah. And I will say... And I
1: wonder if it's not so much... If you get into like how that injury might have been treated now, if it is more that it just gave her a really intense learning disability, mm-hmm. that because of how special needs was treated at oh, the sure. time, just translated into an emotional stuntage Because and part of my they thing, didn't know how to be like
0: right. You can be, you a, can normal be a normal person. person, especially being a girl, a, a woman. You
1: just might need some help with math, like, like, a, like
0: a rich woman in the south. Yeah, Like she would have, her her educational expectations were super low probably anyway. And then if she presents the tiniest difficulty, it's like, well, never mind. We just, we'll give up on, like she's going to be a child forever and that's what it is, like you say. Yeah. And then they don't have the the emotional intelligence conversation at all and she grows up however she grows up. Because she probably would be somewhat emotionally stunted if she hadn't gotten kicked in the head growing up the way she grew up. Exactly, but because now she has
1: just a differing level of learning. Yeah. That like, if people just maybe taking the time to be like, you do this, which I think is why yeah. her and Fabrizio get along because they yes. have this same, she has this just brain injury that is hindering her from not communicating, I don't know. Well, just like Br- hindering so- their relationship and then he just doesn't speak English and so they're helping each other in this very adorable way.
0: I will say Yeah. that my, I have great respect and and uh, enjoyment of the song Hysteria <gasps> Me too. when she does actually have an ep- like a problem. Yeah, because that Is feels it weird that
1: I used to sing that in the shower. <laughs> Ciao, ti sei perduta, mia cara. Ciao, cara,
3: cara, cara. That means dear. That means dear, sort of. Oh
1: dear. Oh, crap. I know where I am.
2: Do you look for the Medici palace?
1: No, thank you.
2: Sona I, Felice. I am fine.
1: Um, to is Lake Street.
0: It is it, but it feels. I will say that affects me deeply. That is a very honest yes representation of what that would be like. Because to me, I think it, my my bigger problem is I don't. Wa- she doesn't need to have been kicked in the head. She could just be Autistic. neuroatypical. neurotypical. Yeah. she could just be slightly stunted. That's true. And. I think that that's maybe that's the 50s thing that bugs me. It's like there always they has needed to be a, a reason. reason they're and it's, you know, it is very melodramatic. And, you know, and you, you say hilar- oh, hilariously emotional when she sings about she, the pony.
1: She fell.
0: <laughs> it's parade for a second. Um, <laughs> it is kind of. And so maybe that's my bigger problem with it is just that like I, I would just rather she be that be who she is. And mm. have it not be a trauma. Have it just be. No, she's just what they would have called slow. At the time. Yeah. And like you say, she's now, she's 27, she's kind of 18, and she's met an 18 to 19 year old boy, and they fit perfectly. And I yeah. think that's beautiful. I really do Me love too. that aspect of it. But so that, but I will, I do give great credit to, to Gettle for that song. It is her rote memorization of where she's supposed to go, mm-hmm. the way she gets lost, which is super honest and subtle. And then when she starts to lose it, what she reverts to breaks my heart because that is 100% accurate when Have I've seen, seen kids the show? never seen the show no
1: it yeah because that scene is played so brutally honestly and me as a 17 year old having not encountered many people yeah um, with autism so I didn't know but now I worked in early childhood education for a long time so, oh wow uh, not a long time like three years But, but well, uh, sure sure that's a yeah, long time that's a time but I had seen all of those things now and so listening back to it it has been like Oh, that is yeah. how that happens. It's very honest. And yeah. then you see at the end of that song, her mom find her. Yes. And it is just like she just crumples back into a little girl and right. falls into her mother's arms and her mother is just like, This is why and like this is This is what it is. This yeah. is what it is. And the, and the way and her mother it, calmly, and it breaks her heart. Yep.
0: But very calmly it just knows exactly what to do. Because she's because done it's this happened. before. Yep. And she's found her now. Like the panic for the mother was before she found her. Now she I found her, I have got her yeah and I can control it we're okay now yeah that moment is very very truthful and very earned and sweet Um, yeah yeah so maybe it is just the fact that the the need in the story to give it a thing that feels very it feels very old-fashioned to me it's the only thing in it that 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 doesn't also feels yeah otherwise the story is very you know it moves moves forward in a very logical and honest way and the other old-fashioned thing that gets in the way the father freaking out about her age feels very honest to the time and place. Yeah. Like it's just like, yes, of course he's I a little wonder upset.
1: How she's 15 or whatever, yeah. like, you know? <laughs> I know, I wonder like how the reveal would work if there wasn't a trauma.
0: Yeah. That's the other, that is a because problem. How
1: do you then just you be like it. in song, just say when she was two, we noticed she wasn't making eye contact. Like,
0: it would just have to be a song where the mother's like she's. They would say slow. They would they, just they say slow. Said, yeah, and she just would have to say that over and over again. Like yeah. she's slow. She just is not like other girls. She's not like other people, but she's a person. She's just slow, and it's not as dramatic. Yeah, it doesn't. But it 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 feels much more.
1: And then you take away the guilt that the mother feels for turning away to get the phone. Oh, that's true. And you take away a little bit of like. She had this normal girl who was going to grow up and she had this life and then their both of their lives completely changed that yeah. day. And she constantly thinks it's her fault and that's maybe why she's over mothering. Sure.
0: Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. That's true. That does give dramatic pathos to the to the, the mother. Yeah. Um
1: which is why she won an award.
0: I think it's yes, I know. And well um, also
1: one of my favorite reprises ever is the beauty is reprise, yes. where she goes oh, through that. Very good because yes. it's just like it's almost exactly the same song. The chorus is, like, mm-hmm. exactly the same, and it is just completely different. Awesome.
2: If I could, then I would paint it over. I would be there and I wouldn't turn away. If I only had a chance to not turn away.
0: those are the best reprises when, when the cont- all that's changed is the context yeah and it's suddenly, the context it's and maybe the tempo song. like yeah it's just and then and it's, it's just, a whole different song mm. now and you having yes th- that that is yeah because the first time you're just
1: like oh what a happy-go-lucky girl and she finds right. beauty in everything and then the second one just like lord like i forgot they were the same song i was looking through for my other podcast broadway baby we'd go through words of the week to teach my friend Alex about Broadway. And we did the word reprise, and I was going through like asking people what their favorite reprises were, and someone said The Beauty Is Reprise. And I was like, there's no reprise in Piazza. What are no. you talking about? And then I looked through and I was like, that is a reprise of The Beauty Is I Just Always Like I net. Yeah. The two did not become the same song in my I'm mind. I'm trying to
0: think of my favorite reprise and it's hard. I like It's real tricky. I will say one I've enjoyed recently because it's the actual song. I like that sometimes that happens, uh-huh. or like the reprise is the song just you the know do it again. Yeah. is in uh on the town. Mm. Uh, uh I understand the song that the um the one woman's fiance sings, the judge. Um I understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. He sings it three times and it's just that line. And then the reprise though is the song, <laughs> the whole like full-tilt oh, song yeah. from that. Yeah. It's like and um not a day goes by the reprise because oh. of the way that show structured is actually not a day goes by. Not the you know because it gets it comes out in a oh, lilt. I true. believe. Am I right about this? Not a day goes
1: by. Okay, we, it depends I'm, on the production. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I might be getting. I have one plot point that I want. Does the mother know Italy? Or am yes. I mi- okay? So I'm not so, mixing this up with Do I Hear a Waltz? I couldn't quite remember.
1: It's kind of similar. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, speaking of Richard Rodgers and right. Italy, um, so the conceit is that they're using her guidebook That's from when she went on her That's honeymoon. That's what it is. Okay. So she is reliving her honeymoon with her daughter. There are ass- and they're looking at this old guidebook gotcha. from That's, like okay. if you're thinking about it, I don't know, the 30s. Like,
0: yeah, I guess so. Or the 20s. Yeah, yeah, 30s. yeah. So she's yeah, carrying 30s.
1: around this like cute little old book with all of her notes from her honeymoon inside of it. And then you find out that her and her husband are, in the song Dividing Day, right. are having this issue of just like,
0: Imagine that's not, not gonna get better together. when she doesn't come back with the kid.
1: <laughs> well, they, so there are a lot of scenes of her talk, trying to talk to him on the phone. Yes, right. Um,
0: Does she tell him what's going on?
1: I th- think so. I, I kind of
0: feel like she do, she like tells him. late. But like the end, she tells him I think like, she's
1: just like, and Claire's getting married. Right, click. <laughs> What I don't remember exactly how it happens because I can't find the PBS DVD. <laughs> but Katie, if you could send that my I was way, say, yeah, please Dropbox it. I think I've asked her for it before. Like she
0: just also like she'd have it. Does she have it? Do you think? Oh, she's in it. Probably she bought it. No Either
1: no, no. she has it. I think I mentioned it to her, and she was like, "I think my mom." I was going to say it. her parents yeah, have it. It's exactly. Is the actual right answer? Well, I don't know if they ever actually that's the, released they, it. Right. On that's that's, that's, why they, that's why they and
0: that's why those things are hard to find is because if they never put it out. Yeah. Nobody ever ripped it.
1: <sighs> Guys, mm. get on it.
0: Yes, please.
1: Um, Yeah, so I think at some point, the dad finds out. But I don't... But we never
0: meet him in any way. Like, in a... in a He, he, doesn't, he doesn't go to... He doesn't, nope. But he doesn't... Like, he, we don't hear his half of the phone. Yeah. The phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. okay. Is that on the recording? No. Okay. Then that's why I don't know it. Yeah.
1: There's like... Because it's never in song. He's okay. in like three like four or five scenes mm-hmm. where she's calling him and he's not answering her, and then he does but it's after one of those conversations that dividing day happens okay
0: all right yeah it's a there's a lot it's it's a like I, I, one of the things I was gonna say when he you said your dad and sister fell asleep <laughs> is one of the things about it aside from the fact that it has a very soothing score is the moments of drama come they are hidden from you like the, there's no build-up to them they just occur and then yeah. like I say later you find out why so you then see the build-up retroactively, but it's not like, there's never a moment in the show where you're like, oh, this is going to go bad. Oh, except for maybe when she's learning Latin, but that's, it's almost comedic in its build-up of like how it's going to yeah. go. On. You know what I mean? Like it's I, not.
1: And that is one of the funnier moments in the shows, in the shows, in the show. Um, just cause like she's, Cause she's finally happy, so you're allowed yeah. to get, have a little joy in the moment, right? And then, um, like Jesus, this is so unfair, like was one of that's my favorite great. moments because nice it's yeah. just like, ah, yeah, ha, she's, she's in that. And yeah. then, there's this, like, the the priest, and then yeah. there's this little moment where she's like walking around the church with the priest, and he like looks at her when she says, that. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, Oh no, like, so like yeah, so there's a lot thing? of that happening, yeah. Um,
0: that's a fun, oh, yeah, a lot that's a stuff. Fun moment. yeah.
1: But and like the funniest part is during a Udemy when. Fabrizio's mom just goes, oh. are you to me means help me in
2: Italian. I don't speak English, but I have to tell you what's going on.
1: Yes. And I think my dad woke <laughs> that, up at that point. Cause it's like the beginning of, Oh, that, that is the beginning of act
0: two. Yes. And that's what feels, that is what, um, that's when I start to mix this up with, do I hear a waltz in my head? Because mm. it's a very comedic moment yes. earned. Cause somebody has got to tell you what's happening and it can't be yeah. any of the, because act two characters.
1: opens, and it's just all of he's just running around looking for her, just, yeah. He's running around, like, at his parents' house, like, on his knees, like, banging on the floor, and, like, ten. asking for help, asking for help. And it goes on long enough that in the audience, you're like, I need to
2: get someone tell me what's happening. Someone yeah. tell me what's
1: happening. And then finally, she just turns. You're right. And just goes, I don't, but I have to tell you what's, what's going, going on. on? Yes. And, like, and the whole audience is just, like, in the palm of her hand right. at that moment. Oh, thank just, you, like, God. Yes, thank you, please, please, please tell me. Very
0: <laughs> interested. Tell me what's yeah. happening. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, clearly it's a, it's a solid, something is like, happening. Yes. It's a super solid, uh, super solid. What's your favorite song?
1: Oh, I feel like it changes every time I listen, but also I probably hadn't listened all the way through in like, yeah, two or three years. And so listening now as someone who is no longer the 16 year old who saw it at the Beaumont, but is now a married woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty is free prize, maybe, but also, um, maybe just light in the piazza.
0: That is a beautiful song.
1: And I didn't, not that I didn't pay it much mind, but it doesn't pop on the album like some others do. Mm-hmm. Especially for me, mm-hmm. it, especially if you've ever sang it, it all lays in a very within a few notes. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't. Go too many places. It's very simple, um, and it and for a pleading song to mm-hmm. be so almost lilty of just like no, this is what love is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, like knowing that, I think that maybe that is my favorite now. Because yeah. for a while, I was like, the beauty is is the best song because it's just more fun and it does all this fun stuff. It is and the then most
2: yeah yeah and
1: then Piazza you just like oh but like just sit and like no like I love him and that's and that's what that is
0: yeah and I like the I respect the lyrical restraint of that song Mm -hmm. a great deal that he that there's always that concern I really respect the restraint of the whole score actually I must say for like Gettle getting he was not young it's not like Jason Robert Brown writing Parade where like this Mm -hmm. is his big break but he's 28 yeah and he's kind of throwing everything he has at this show because he's 28. Like Gettle was in his 40s when he's writing this show and he'd done Floyd Collins and he'd, mm-hmm. th- he'd had these sort of minor successes. Yeah. But this was gonna be his big foray. And to have the restraint to to say, nope, like I know what this score is gonna be. It's not gonna mm-hmm. be big and flashy. It's gonna be very simple and sweet.
2: Yeah. And
0: we're gonna have the lyrics in that moment of her, her inability to express herself you know, clearly, because she doesn't have that, she's not a talker, like she yeah. not, but she says everything you need her to say, and the music says the rest. And there it is. And yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's just a sweet, beautiful, yeah. and a song, like you say, you don't really hit it the first time you hear it, the second time. you're, no, just you're
1: like, like, oh, that's cute. I guess yeah. and that's a title fine song. title number. And yeah, you, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you see it, and she's just like sitting on like a part of the Coliseum or something, <laughs> just like looking at just her looking. mom so earnestly, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's... The light in the mm-hmm. piazza that's yep. what it is
0: mm-hmm. and there it is and and then her mom gets it i mean it's speaking in that same yeah. language of like oh
1: and that's 100%. What, yeah mm-hmm. and that's what changes her mind yep and then they go back
0: and they go back yes it's so good like you do yeah yeah it's a really it's a it's a great show um it is not done enough
1: no i did see a regional production once oh really i saw the philadelphia theater company um, with Whitney Basher as Clara.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's pretty great.
1: Um, I forget who played her mother. The main thing I remember <laughs> is that Whitney and the woman who played her mother were of similar size. Mm-hmm. So the mom was wearing crazy, crazy high heels and Whitney was in flats almost the whole time. Just <laughs> so there was a little... little yeah, I gotcha. uh, like, Power struggle in height as well. Right, yeah. A visual representation <laughs> Just a visual of visual relationship. Yes. Yeah. No, very important. Those so, things are actually important. If there is regional production within like I'm two su- hours I'm a of me, I pretty much go and see it. They but may it have done it at Signature really,
0: in D.C., yeah. I, which would be the theater to do it, but I don't remember them having done it. and, and I, I don't either. Um, that surprises me. It, it seems very much up their street.
1: Yeah, uh, you don't really hear about...
0: But the other thing about legit Coming sopranos out. not getting parts written for them is that they're also not out there. Like that's that feed of like finding legit that's sopranos true. is harder. It's
1: not that they're not out there because they not. are and they're working, but there are not a lot that have name to them. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, that will yeah. bring so people like, in.
0: Signature's not going to do Light in the Piazza unless they've got Mom Clara and Fabrizio before they start casting. So exactly, if they don't have, a and there legit... are
1: Fabrizios out there.
0: Yeah, that's true. Thank you so much, Kimberly. Thank you so much oh, for coming over. so much fun. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah. Over here.
1: I loved getting to listen to Piazza all morning while yes. I was getting ready.
0: Yeah. So do you have anything coming up?
1: Um, if you're in Chicago, you can come see Broadwaisted at PodSlam at IO on September 22nd. Uh, we don't know what time yet, so check their website. It is a 12-hour marathon of podcasts. So it's the entire day. It's $10 ticket. It all goes to a great cause. Um, and so you can come... For $10, see a bunch of shows or just come and see ours. Uh, (laughs) And we'll probably try and figure out some sort of happy hour meetup if Mm -hmm. there's enough people out there. And on September 24th, my husband and I are bringing back our show Marital Bits um, in which I heckle him live on stage. And we have a few other comedians bring their spouses up to heckle them. And you sort of get the backstory on how all of the material about their marriage has come to exist. Oh, wow. Um, it's a lot of me telling my husband that he's wrong. Right. So if you like that, <laughs> come see our <laughs> show, Marital Bits. That's It'll a be, neat idea. yeah, like September 24th. Um, I don't know what time. Uh, September 24th at V Spot Organics on the Lower East Side. Very cool. Yeah. And then listen to Broad Wasted and Broadway Baby. Yes. September is um, Back to School Month at Broadway Baby. So we're doing Dear Evan Hansen, Legally Blonde, and two others yet to be determined. Nice. Yeah. Heathers. Oh, we should do Heathers. Heathers. Okay. I'm always the one who advocates Heathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one.
0: The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Kimberly Cooper Schmidt for coming down and... Uh, Coming
1: coming down? You came up. Yeah, I came (laughs) up.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> I thanks to Kimberly Goober Schmidt for letting me into her house to talk to her today. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Here's It's Only a First Date, performed by Heidi Bleckenstaff from The Evolution of Man, music by Douglas J. Cohen, lyrics by Douglas J. Cohen, and Dan Ellish.
3: Maybe you will never know his favorite band at Woodstock, his favorite film by Hitchcock, the books he's read his touch in bed you may never wake up to his homemade cheese frittata there's not a lot of things you can claim cause it's only a first date it's far from a lifetime no investment so there's no return you can laugh at his jokes but you won't meet his folks only a first date. Maybe we will never ride the rapids in a kayak, or bicycle through Nyack, share a view, a Netflix queue. Maybe we will never get to see who wins at ping pong, or someday have a song of our own. It's only a first date A few hours that flew by Though it felt as if There might be more to come No real memory shared Don't pretend that he cared Don't be fooled by the stars That lit the sky By now it should come as no surprise That life doesn't go as planned Still it was good to hold his hand Maybe you'll forget how reassuring were his kisses It's easy to dismiss the whole night Cause it's only an order It's hardly an entree But it kind of dulls the hunger for a while You'll forget by next week But remember his smile For it's only a dance It's only a meal It's only a guy So come on, get real There's no chance It's only a first day nothing more